Centennial episode of the iDeveloper podcast. I'd love to introduce you to my fantastically handsome, young, and intelligent co-host, but I don't have one of those, so instead, here's Mr. John Fox. Oh, Scotty, I can't believe you'd use this occasion just to, to just to, you know stick a knife in, in me. I don't you want to walk that back a little bit? I mean, come on, it's so mean. John, I thought just because it's we've made one hundred episodes together that our that our relationship is is secure forever in this. There was no reason for me to stop treating you the way I always do. <laughs> That's true, with utter disdain. <laughs> okay, well then, in that case, how are you, Mister Scotting? I am I am doing well, John. I am preparing for the uh, the Christmas festivities and uh, looking forward to taking a few days off work. I always take sort of from around. Christmas Eve or maybe a day or two before if I can sneak it in through to sometime in the early new year. Um, off work, I just spend time with the family. We sort of stay up late and watch movies and get up late and have brunches and, you know, occasionally I'll open my laptop and maybe tinker on stuff I want to do as opposed to have to do. And so I'm getting quite excited and looking forward to that, really. That is good. That is very good, good, good. And yourself, do you have a season's festivities planned? We do have season's festivities, so uh, we're we're going over the river and through the woods to Grandmother's house, so we're uh, packing off to ch- sunny Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and it's fun. I haven't been there for a while. It's nice to kind of go back, and but in particular, you know, this trip, uh, my little one, who's not so little anymore as he's now nine, um, you know, since I, I when I put him to bed, we read, and then I tell him stories, stories of when I was a kid and various things, adventures, buildings, you know, things like schools. So he, he's interested in seeing the schools I went to and and kind of, you know, let's say the, the, the physical surroundings and, and of my childhood. And then also interested in digging through the attic to look through some of the ephemera to see if there are any good bits. I was telling him about this, you know, this uh, very super lightweight and at the time very advanced design, um, you know, tent that was designed for bicycle camping so he wants that so he has this long list of 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 these grand things that he imagines that still exist that he wants to to extract from his old man it just gets worse john they just want to extract more and more from their old man the older they get but there we are that's true yeah well john it's sorry carry on no i was just going to say that uh you know one of the things i i i the the titles i proudly wear is geek dad um I, i think i've grown into it fairly well Right, John, this time last year, we did a special Christmas episode. Uh, it was episode, ooh, 76, I think, and we had um, uh, Brent Simmons and Manton Reese and Saul Mora and Guy English on the show with us. And, um, you know, we, we did a bit of a review of uh, 2012 and a look forward to 2013. And I thought it'd be good just to do that again today, but just the two of us, but... Before we sort of review what 2013 has been like for you, um, I just thought we'd go back to the sort of predictions we made at the end of the no, show. No, 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 no. Uh, for, <laughs> for, for 2013. Now, I'm sure you can't even remember saying this, but your prediction was that Apple will buy Microsoft for their Surface technology. 
<laughs> I think it's possible I might have been somewhat facetious when I made that prediction. I, I think you were right. It's okay. Uh, in fact, the, the good news is, for me anyway, that after um, spending the introduction to that section back on show um, 76 saying that my predictions are always rubbish, I think of all of us, I was probably the closest. Um, although, I think, no, facts, I think Manton beat me a little bit. But um, it's, uh, you know, I said there'll be a, a Retina iPad Mini. And it would be about the same price as the current Mini at the time, and the Mini would get cheaper. Um, I said there would be a new iPad that was probably not a lot more powerful than the iPad 4. I guess I'm wrong there. Uh, but with um, a lot a lot lighter. I did also say there'd be a new cat, as far as OS X was concerned, which I guess I was wrong. There was a new something. There was a new, new place mm. in there. Um, I also predicted that we'd be disappointed with the uh, the Mac, the new Mac Pro. And I was probably a little bit wrong there as well, because I think I think although some of the pros and the people who need more power than is currently built into it are disappointed, I think most of us are quite excited by it, aren't we? We are. So have you finally decided that that's what you're going to ask Santa for? No. Do you think? I think I'm probably not going to. Um, I keep having an eye on this. I have no need for one. Um, I'm probably looking to... I was going to um, upgrade my machine, go for a desktop, and I was going to buy a maxed-out iMac, but I've even decided to hold off on that now because I think um, traditionally Apple rev their sort of desktop machines with some small upgrades around the sort of February, March time of the year, and I'm pretty sure that if I just hang out till then, um, I don't think we'll see a Retina iMac um, this year. I don't know if if this if when sometime in December it still says December on the Apple website as we speak now, the Mac Pro is released. If they suddenly release Retina displays with them, I guess there's a very 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 small chance we'd see a Retina iMac. But I think that's probably far too early. Um, but I think there'll just be little upgrades like the iMacs will get Thunderbolt two and stuff like that. So I might as well hang on a couple of months and just pick up those you know latest connectors because that will just give the machine a little bit more life really. Mm. Indeed, indeed. So, John, let's let's go back. What has 2013 been like for you? When we spoke at the end of 2012, you just started your new job at Findery. Mm-hmm. Um, we've sort of spoken about it lots on the show, but, you know, let's put the, the year in review for you. Well, I, it's been, I think, professionally, it's been delightful, I have to say. You know, I, I have no complaints. I can I can only kind of say what one usually says while looking back over, over a, a body of work um, is that you know, things took longer than you expected. Uh, you know, but in this particular case, the the thing that I've most enjoyed is being able to work with the resources that have been available and not had to kind of beg, borrow, and steal time from and 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 and, and you know work from from a, a, a kind of a group of contractors or, or friends and, and family and so on and so forth. So in, in that respect, the extra time that's been taken to 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 work on the app we 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 built. Is because we because of, of of being able to do what we described last you know during the last episode of, of trying things and and not being completely wedded to something and not being afraid to say no that that's it's not good enough it doesn't work right and and you know come a little bit closer to, to building software the way I understand it's built at Apple where you know things are, are they have obviously tons and tons of resources they try lots and lots and lots of different things sometimes they shelve things for years and years at a, at a time until the time is right so. Um, you know, having some some kind of somewhat close inkling of, of how that is has, has been fun. So I, I you know it, it's been great. Now this is this is kind of the fun thing because you know the, then then 
then all your your kind of impressions and your dreams and hopes and stuff like that and, you know get get yeah, go on a collision with reality so we'll see how it is in in january and and, and let's say for the the first couple of months of, of next year ask me then how <laughs> they'd be crying or going wow it's going great and we're doing these things so i mean you'd spent quite a few years i mean you're one of the um I was going to say oldest developers in the macro. Mm. I mean, you know, you've been around for a while as opposed to there are people older than you, John, I've heard. Um, But, uh, you know, for our first couple of years on the show together, you know, the whole focus for you was memory mine, Mm -hmm. um, miner, and you, you know, you were contracting alongside that because memory miner sort of, you know, wasn't able to quite be a full-time gig or in some points you were choosing it for it not to be a full-time gig. But I guess, uh, I mean, we've not spoken about Memory Miner really at all or very much in the last, uh, um, during 2013. Um, You know, I'm guessing it's a bit of a back burner thing for you now. How's it going? How does that feel for something that you've spent, you know, a lot of time on to sort of, you know, maybe be in that position? Is it sort of a a relief in some ways or is there a bit of regret there or is actually you're really pretty active and you just don't talk about it much? No, no. I mean, it's definitely true. I haven't worked on it that much. Um, I still think about it all the time. I still use it, um, and I, you know, there's there's still a, a solid community working on it. You know, working with it. So, but you know, honestly, I had taken it as far as I kind of could reasonably do on my own as as a desktop software. And you know, to to the extent that I have regrets, I have regrets that I wasn't able to kind of navigate all the the. You know, quite honestly, difficulties of, of uh, the changes brought by by sandbox and and you know the the ever increasing restrictions of uh, on on desktop software for, for Mac, and but beyond that and and the kind of shrinking set of resources that were available. I mean, the the, the lack of dot Mac, you know, just to, or at least a guaranteed place where somebody could put stuff on really put a crimp on it. And I you know I didn't make the leap to saying, well, I'm going to provision my own uh, you know uh, back end. You know, I, I, I didn't ship the, the iPhone client that I had gotten, you know, quite ready to completion, but, you know, not fully debugged. And, and so I definitely have regrets there. What what doesn't make it, what, what keeps it from being painful is that, you know, the reason I, I joined Finder is because it was an offer I couldn't refuse. It was it was to work with, with, with people who I, I, I kind of suspected at the time I would really enjoy working with. And that, that's that's been the case, but I couldn't have known until I did it. But but more more importantly, I've had the opportunity to to put into place so many of the different things that I'd wanted to do on my own with with a with the memory miner backend because there was there was always that aspect of it to 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 look for intersections in in you know across time and place that that you know aren't aren't visible until you actually start tracing them and then all of a sudden that's like wow you know that, that's that's things that 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 I'm always that that one could be very surprised and, and pleased with so to that extent I I. Feel like you know a ton of, of memory miner DNA has certainly been going on to in, in my work with Findry, and you know one of the things that we're doing is we're releasing an API, and that that kind of allows for for me to to do some work on memory miner next year to be able to take advantage of of, of the the, the back end services that exist in it and build a rather interesting you know hybrid app, and and I don't have to do it with with you know with, with the idea it's like well i have to make this you know be my you know my full-time source of income because it, it's it's very difficult to do as, as you know you know the, the problem with with memory miners is a problem with any number of different apps is that the 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 you know uh the, the it goes in cycles and it's very very hard with a single product to, to have you know to, to flatten out the curves and that there are lots of different techniques and you don't have to go into that now but you know to sum it up some regrets but not 
but not really. Yeah, so uh, going back over the last Christmas show, we, we talked about regrets for the year, actually. Um, and you regretted two things, just to remind you. One was that you'd hold on to your old laptop for so long yeah. and basically caused yourself pain when you should have bought a new one. Um, but the other thing was, was your code base that you'd sort of hung on to old code, old things, instead of just being prepared to, to chop it out. Do you think that it, partly in the end... I mean, I think it's great that, you know, Findery is something you know, it's funded, it's got all these opportunities, it it's, it's so matches who you are that it's, a you know, you couldn't have probably found a better job, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, do you think eventually that sort of legacy code base and your unwillingness to shop, you know, it's sort of caught up with you? Um, yes and no. I mean, I think that that, you know, remember we talked about the whole uh, thing with Stone Soup a couple of weeks ago, and they said, "Hey, you built this back end, and why did you do this? You know, just use uh, Parse." And and you know, when I was in Amsterdam two summers ago, I was working with Parse and, and had had was able to put together a back end that was better than the the Rails back end I'd built for Memory Miner, and and you know, it, 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 that didn't exist. So I mean, I, I, I and there were there were some some things where i kind of i don't think that that i would have had a, a big advantage in for instance switch into core data you know and even now it's not clear to me that it would give me a big advantage because you know people say well what is it what is it by you it's like well you don't have to worry about how to 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 persist your your object graph in a database it just kind of takes care of that for you but but then there are always the gotchas that that have been talked about of, of performance and 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 things um so i have no regrets about that and you know the the advantages of, of core data with syncing is like that that's been a horror show so you know and maybe now it just works perfectly but but the whole syncing models is not something that was really right for memory miner um, it was much more you know you need a single source of truth in in a, in a back end and you need a a cost effective way to be able to to store people's media and and a a way of of you know it, it was more of a kind of business issue than than i think a technical issue um, so, you know, I, 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 if I had, if, if I had to let, but another way of saying it though, is like, let's say I needed to build memory minor equivalent functionality and do it from scratch today. My God. I mean, I, I think the code base would, would, would be at most one third of the size it is now, just because of all the things I had to write. I mean, I look back and I had to build my own, you know, mapping mechanism using Google apps, you know, Google web things and, and that was my second generation i before google maps existed i had done something with with MapQuest. you know the the the, the contact sheet which i spent a, a ton of time doing to, to to match the performance of of, of iphoto you know that was well before there was the, the 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 image io you know uh stuff that 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 that, that apple brought in you know there, there was no collection view i mean there's all this stuff that that just simply didn't exist and now it does, and you, it's it's almost like you know, it, it would be snapped together. But still, I think I also wouldn't have I wouldn't have built the app in the way that I had thought about it at the time, where I really believed that that you could do kind of peer to peer syncing. You know, when I was first experimenting, and I was did a bunch of tester apps using you know different technologies to 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 cut through you know firewalls and allow peer to peer connection and 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 exchange with the idea that you know it would be too expensive or too complicated you know to be able to have all the stuff in, in one server well in fact now it's like you know my amazon you know everybody's amazon s3 bill just keeps getting cheaper all the time so if, if you had to be able to say to a client you know to, to, to a customer of your software pay me 15 bucks and you'll get all you can eat storage for a year that that's possible right so 
you know, and, and, and that's the thing is like, you know, as, as I'm sitting here talking about it, I, I keep thinking that, you know, maybe what I should do is, is, is look for, you know, look seriously for somebody who, who, who would be very interested in, in, in working on it and, and do it, you know, not with the pressure of saying, well, we have to do this because this is our job, but can we find a way of doing this? Because you know, there are some, some things that, that, that exist in memory minor or apps like it that, that are, are, are still quite unique. Um, and, 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 and do it, you know, as, as maybe even open source. I don't know. I mean, like there's, there's a guy at, 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 at my work who kind of had his memory minor moment when, you know, when, when his uncle passed or, you know, his grandfather passed and he came in possession of all this stuff and, and, and everybody was saying, wow, what a treasure trove. And, and it would be really great to explore with this and annotate it together. Right. So anyway, the, all things are possible. I, I, as what's nice about it is that, yeah, it, it's, it's a complex code base, but I still built it, and I'm and I'm incredibly proud of it. And I and I, I created something, but I'm just I'm just immensely immensely proud of it. Well, that's good to hear. Well, what about me for my year? It's it's been a funny year. Um, I stopped doing videos around March um, this year. Closed down um, iDeveloper TV as a, a video company, and still sort of working my way out of some of the mess of that that that's that's caused and some of the financial implications and, and stuff and you know trying not to let people down and, and and honor certain things that were said so that's all been of a, a bit of a mix um that meant i went back to contracting for a while mm-hmm. um which i have a love-hate relationship it was it was it was nice to spend a few months coding uh and just coding and and, and getting on with it and having no other success but but equally, working for other people, um, dealing with office politics and all that sort of thing is, you know, I'm not very, I'm okay at working with other people. I'm not very good at dealing with office office politics. So I have a sort of a, a, a love-hate relationship there. And then, of course, there's the whole having to keep finding work and make things fit in. So, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's okay, I guess. But um, towards the end of the year, I'm now um, a developer evangelist with uh, with Rem Objects, which obviously that type of role takes a little while to get into. And, you know, it, it's sort of about three months into that now and just, just beginning to find my feet. And, um, you know, thinking there's some cool technologies there and I'm going to enjoy doing that. But um, at the same time, still need to do some develop work and other stuff. So it's 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 been a bit of a, a mixed year, really, for me. I think the highlight was probably NS Conference this year. Really enjoyed NS Conference. It was... Um, uh, moving to Leicester, I think we had we had a great time, and uh, it seems most people enjoyed themselves, and hopefully they're going to come back and enjoy themselves again, again next year. So, I guess professionally, if I had to rate this year, you know, out of ten, well, it's probably been one of those sort of years that you know, come up, you know, from time to time, or you know, maybe a five or a six out of ten. Nothing, you know, nothing stunning, but possibly a year that's shaping up, ready to you know, do something different next year. Um, that sounds actually really pessimistic, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> somewhere in the middle, like, I, I, that's, I'm dangling on the side of the, of the bridge. It could go either way. <laughs> uh, but it, it's very different. I think, um, you know, it's, uh, I no longer have employees, um, which, uh, you know, creates a whole different atmosphere around, you know, the, the need to generate income, in whatever else, you know, being responsible for your your own mortgage is is quite challenging. Being responsible for other people's is even more challenging. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm quite enjoying the, the the freedom of that. Although, I still work with the guys who um, 
used to work for me and we, we sort of do things on a slightly different basis now. So so that's cool. But I think basically, yeah, this year has been a, been possibly a shaping and setup year ready for next year. And um, that's what we'll talk about next. But first of all, John, let's talk about our sponsors, our good friends at... Invasive Code. No, wait, was it you know Invasive what? Code? Was it, it was Invasive Code. It was Invasive Code. I think it was Invasive Code, code. yes. Invasive Code, Invasive Code, Invasive Code. Everybody, Everybody loves, loves Invasive Code. code. Oh, that worry, was actually I'll tr- not bad. <laughs> I'll, try and, I'll try and sync that somehow in the, in the post-edit. Um, I think, John, I, I haven't been about to check this, but I think these guys have been with us since episode one. I mean, not every single episode, but I think, you know, that I think they, they were a sponsor at that time. And, um, you know, have we mentioned, John, this is our 100th episode? No, we haven't. I think it's been 100 wonderful episodes, hasn't it? It has. It has. It's it's 100 uh, glorious moments together between us and the adoring public. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move the, on quickly. The snoring public, but... yeah. Yes, evasive uh, code. They offer, offer, offer. They offer iOS training, and and they're good at it. Basically, is is the summing up of this. Is uh, they do um uh, they do classes uh, for intense training, five days, maximum of ten people in in the class. Um, so loads of personal attention, uh, really focused, really going deep. The trainers who train you. And not only good trainers, but you know they're you know most of the time when they're not doing this training, they're actual real iOS developers. So you're not getting some guy just reading to you from the book, um, you know that that they've bought to do it with. You know they they've developed their own material, but they are real developers. And there's you know the real value often is not just saying, well, this is how this links together and this links together, but the real world experience of saying, but you need to watch for this and but you need to watch for that. Yeah, and that's what you're getting with Invasive Code and the way they uh, do stuff. They offer um, their courses all over the world, San Francisco and Barcelona uh, are two of the places, hopefully coming to the UK next year as well. So uh, stay tuned for that one. Um, the next course is on January the 10th. I think that's in San Francisco. Um, and uh, you can check it all out at um, training.invasivecode.com. And we want to say a great big 100 episode thank you to Invasive Code. We love you guys. Thank you, Invasive Code. There we are. That could be their last ad ever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I think, right. I think what, will, what will happen is like, wait, I, I forgot I'd done this. Oh my god, you guys have been go- you guys have been going on with this for a hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered what that was. Okay, uh, John, two thousand and fourteen. Um, let's let's do this in two sections. Let's let's do this personally for you first, um, and we'll do that, and then we'll look at some sort of more general industry predictions. So, what do you see for your two thousand and fourteen? I well, I mean, first of all, well, I'll 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 see pretty early on next year, kind of uh, how people react to the app I, I worked on, um, and I you know that that's going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm somewhat frightened, but I'm also very excited. Um, and I think that, and this is kind of you know my 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 kind of personal prediction I suppose is that I've 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 derived tremendous satisfaction from learning about the some of the different developer scenes that are out there, and I I intend to kind of follow up and, and see things and you know I I I made my pilgrimage to to Amsterdam so to speak you know uh, two summers ago, I'm I'm making arrangements to 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 visit um, Athens to see what's going on there. 
Um, it's a city I've been interested in anyway. I haven't, you know, I, I would eventually go there anyway, but to be able to go there with, with the purpose of meeting up with, with some folks that are, are, you know, kind of kindred souls and in, 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 as storytellers and, and technologists and, and, and academics in, in the digital humanities. So I, I very much uh, intend to do that. And where it ties together is, is that, um, yeah, you know, I, I remember when 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 you know Dub Dub was this past summer. They were talking a lot about iBeacon and, and Bluetooth. Uh, you know the the new Bluetooth technologies, and there's been a lot of discussion about the types of things that could be done with it, and, and some of the use cases involved. Kind of you know uh, hyper local or hyper hyper local place based you know uh, discovery of of things, and and so that's technology that I think is is going to probably come into its own. I think there'll be some very interesting uses of it. And I would love to see if there's not some ways of of taking, um, you know, the, the, these these unseen connections that exist in the world and making them more directly tied to the to the physical world that's out there. Um, and yeah, it probably sounds very vague, but it, there are some things I think that 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 could be very interesting this this year. Sounds like you're quite excited by it, then. Yeah. Okay, well, for me, what about for me? Actually, 2014 here is hopefully the year that I will eventually get to release an app mm-hmm. of my own. Um, I know I've probably made that prediction several times. I didn't make it last year, several times in the last four or five years, but I think you know, realistically, in fact, I'm going to go even further than that. In the next um, 2014, I'm going to release two apps. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I hope with. Um, I've been working on a, a small app recently, which is close to being ready to go but i'm going to hold off till the new year now so um that's why i'm fairly confident it's uh it's going to be out there um because it's almost ready to go but uh working on a just starting work on a slightly bigger one and i would like to um see 2014 is a a, a not a f- i don't think uh i'm going to become a full indie during 2014 i think you know re- realistically you know to build a, a software business uh, based on yourself, you've got to probably in your head, you know, unless you strike it incredibly lucky, allow you sort of, you know, a good three or four years of hard work um, mm. from when you start. So, but, but you know, I, I wish for a a um, a good portion of my income or no, a, 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 a noticeable percentage of income to come from indie software sales uh, next year will be, will be a good goal for the year. Um, I'm looking to sort of uh, develop NS Conference. I mean, it's very much a, uh, NS conference evolves as opposed to has revolutions, but um, each year we try and shape it a little bit more, make it a little bit better, and I'm just really um, keen to see how that works out this year. The sort of uh, the changes we're making and, and the things we're adding. Um, if people don't know, NS conference tickets are on sale. NSconference.com. Please go check it out. And uh, yeah, and to really just possibly begin to maybe settle settle in as an evangelist at Realm Objects and and just maybe get a, a slightly better rhythm to my professional life than than the sort of chaos of the 17 different things I've done this year. So uh, um, it sounds like I'm becoming middle-aged and old, getting a better rhythm to my life. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, no. I think that that's something that, that people have to think about under any circumstances. But I mean, what's true is that things that you probably just don't care about when you're 20, you do care about when, when, when you have kids and, and, and you, you know, rhythm, rhythm is useful in, the, in life. Yeah, I mean, myself and my wife, my kids are reaching an age that, in, you know, sometime in the next five to ten years, um, 
you know, they're all going to be at college or left home or whatever else, or I've kicked them out, whichever. Um, to have to be know, worrying uh, about which place they're going to wheel you into and yeah. dispose of you. And myself and my wife would like to just spend some time living in different parts of Europe. Um, you know, have six months here and nine months there. And I, and I really sort of am determined to get, get my life to be, um, you know, to be run from a laptop. Mm. Laptop and an internet connection and nothing else needed. Um, and so I'm really trying not to connect myself in with anything that requires me to be in a certain place and to, to spend a few years, you know, getting ready for that lifestyle, really. Um, yeah. So I need to, you know, uh, make, make that happen. So that's part of a, so it's a preparation year, shall we say. Yes. Preparation H, you might call it. Or... We might do if we were reaching out. John, did we mention this is the 100th show? Yes, I think we have. Uh, <laughs> we better did we? Mentioned. Are you no, sure? I don't think so. Let's. No? Wait, wait, whatever. No, it's just, this is, this, I think it's episode 100. It is 100. Well, there we a are. Century. A century. A centennial episode, as I tried to say seven times before we started the podcast. Okay, John, we're running out of time, so let, let's just do this quickly. What are your industry predictions for 2014? Uh, I think 2014 is going to be the year where where some type of, of personal, you know, non-phone, but but something that, that whether it's a wearable device or, or use of... of low power kind of computing or, or communication things that are built into the physical world. In other words, it's, it's going to be, there's going to be some breakthrough this year that allows people to not have to exist in public spaces turned down with their head glued into their phone. And, and, and it, you know, it, it's not that I'm, it, it's not necessarily Google glass. It's not necessarily a, a, a watch, but I think this is the year where, where people are going to somehow realize that there's got to be a way of, being being physically present yet still connected. And now you need to answer that old fashioned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure on that one. It's it, it could be. I'm I'm not a hundred. I mean, I know the stuff like um, recruiting, uh, whatever his name was, Yves Saint Laurent, and. Um, yeah, various people are pointing towards wearables being the future, but yeah, I don't know if that's this year. I don't know yeah. if that's more of a long-term thing. I, I do think, um, I think from a business point of view, and I don't necessarily agree with this from a technology point of view or think it's reasonable or fair, but I'm just saying based on the world that we live in, I think Apple probably have to deliver a product a new product this year that is not just a, uh, an evolution of yep. something they already have. Mm. They have to they have to introduce a new device because otherwise the love affair that the business community having with them is going to to fall away. And unfortunately, and I really this is one of the things I really hate about uh, business. Um, if the you know, business world love falls away, the stock price will start to slide. And it has nothing to do whether Apple are profitable or whether they're still producing good devices as they did last year. It's all got to do with whether, you know, some company think that they're, you know, worth more today than they are tomorrow or whatever else. And, you know, and, and, and to the board at Apple and to the, the senior executives, the stock price is the thing that they probably have to really focus on. And, and I think, you know, their stock price will be affected if they don't release something this year. In some ways, I think they could even... They're even probably better off releasing something that's not that spectacular and nobody likes than not releasing something. I could be totally wrong there. Um, but uh, I think they, they're probably going to do that. Now, what it is, I don't know. Is it going to be an iWatch? Oh, is that rumoured dead? Is it going to be a TV? 
Steve Jobs did say a couple of years before he dies yeah. that we've cracked the whole TV thing. Um, so maybe you know that's that's on its on its way. I don't know, but um, you know, where's it going to fit into the Apple lineup? What's it going to say? Um, you know, that's going to be that's that's going to be interesting. Um, I think everything else. Uh, we're just going to see small revs of. I don't think we're going to see any major changes in iPhone or iPad this year. Um, I don't think you know we're going to see updates to um, all of the laptops a little bit with small upgrades. But you know the Mac Pro, we maybe see Retina displays sometime this year. Although there's a lot of technical reasons why we're not apparently because of bandwidth on even Thunderbolt two. Um, I'm going to predict we will see OS ten point ten. Now that might sound blindingly obvious because they've said a a um, uh, you know there's going to be a, an update every year. But the point is, it's not that there's going to be an update. It's the fact that I think they're going to keep the name OS ten and it's going to be ten point ten as opposed to going to OS eleven. Because mm-hmm. in previous previous times in previous history, it's gone from system seven, you know, and so on, hasn't it? It's gone up. Whereas I think that may have come to an end, and we're going to see a ten point ten, which will drive some people who are purists about these numbers mad. Well, that's good. It will give them some shape to their lives, won't it? <laughs> I'll tell Jan- Daniel Jockett you said that. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> He's one of the ones who finds these numbers difficult. Oh. <laughs> there we are. Um, and really, uh, that's, I think the reality is going to hit the um, the iOS marketplace. I think uh, iOS work is going to begin to scale back a little bit, actually. Mm. Um uh, funny enough, speaking to some people in the corporate sector um, towards the end of this year, you know, they're saying actually the demand is far higher for Android developers at the moment than iOS developers. Hmm. Um, and you know, I, I think there's going to be a, a, a balancing out of the industry. I think yeah, the it, the the gold rush is over. Um, I think you know when when the dust settles, the amount of people who are actually making money off of iOS apps as a revenue-generating thing, is going to be seen to be not that great. I mean, there's thousands of companies that have their iOS app to support their their products, their their brand, their whatever else. And I think that type of work is going to continue, but I think it's going to sort of come into more to, more into balance. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think there's going to be a few iOS devs out of work, um, which is going to make it an interesting um, market to live in then you know you know if, if at the moment everyone's in demand and no one particularly panics about finding work or not finding work they expect to be snapped up pretty quick i guess if you're in the valley that's always going to be the case but i'm talking more maybe nationwide and worldwide hmm. um yeah i think we're going to see a cooling off of that and um yeah maybe it will sort out uh using the old phrase the men from the boys or the the women from the girls or the small furry green creatures from Alpha Centauri from the smaller furry green creatures from Alpha Centauri or whatever the phrase is. <laughs> <laughs> that's my um that's that that's my prediction for 2014, John. I think that I think that's very sound. And I and I have to agree. You know, and, and I, w- I would say this, you know, uh if you're out there listening and you're kind of thinking like, uh oh, that's a that's a concern, I would I you have to realize that you know your ability to 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 write clean and, and maintainable or even kind of compilable with with minimal error code doesn't it, it, it that and five dollars will get you a cup of coffee you you have to have something a whole lot more um and i've been talking about that for a long time but i think it's it's ever more the case 
Right, so we've looked at the last year, we've looked at next year, we've done our predictions for next year. Did we mention it was show 100, John? No, I was wondering when you were going to get around to that. I mean, don't you yeah, think well, people have a right to know? I mean, it's like they, 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 we're now, now well into the, into the show and you like, haven't even said anything about that. Didn't you have, big, it's like you know how don't want to I, make a big deal out of it. No, no, yeah. you know how you know, Scotty, you know how I feel. I feel like the the wife has you know been by your side all these years, and today's the you know this big anniversary. I, I've seen no flowers, I've seen no card, no mention of it. You know, I, it, it it frankly it does not make me feel love. Oh well, divorce papers are on their way. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, this is our last show for 2013. We should be back in 2014 unless the divorce goes through. <laughs> California is, is, is very is, is very swift with divorce, Scotty. Uh, there we are. So this this could be the end. If this is the end, then we want to say to you as a as an as an audience, probably ever dwindling based on today's show it's been a pleasure being with you through uh 2013 and 100 episodes did we mention it was 100 episodes i think it's we astounding did, we? it's more than 99 less than 101 it is somewhere I mean, fact, there's a number there and we know it's all books we changed the name of the show at about episode 40 of the previous one and went back to number one so it's it's all rubbish anyway john just in case there's anybody left out there after 100 episodes yes 100 episodes who doesn't know who you are or actually cares still who you are <laughs> tell them the tell them where they can find you scotty 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 you know i would say that that working with you has allowed me to develop a, a very thick skin after the relentless <laughs> bruising you know blows to my ego but uh if you'd like to help inflate my ego you can certainly follow me on twitter as djembe that's d-j-e-m-b-e like the west african drum if you want to know all i've been going on about for these years and uh, know about memory miner visit memoryminer.com and if you'd like to know about what i've been working on at findery for the last year visit findery.com in fact if you're in australia download the app and if you're in the rest of the world look forward to downloading the app in january John, anybody who knows me well, and hopefully you do, will know that actually the more I abuse you, it's because it's the better friend you are. <laughs> That's so sweet. Someone used to say that it means you're my special friend. <laughs> anyway, my name is Scotty. You can find the uh, show notes for this show and uh, sort of bits of bobs of other things at iDeveloper.co. Um, you can find my other podcast at softwareindie.com. Uh, you can find my personal blog at uh, wafflewithmeaning.com. I'm on Twitter as MacDevNet, and you can find me on ADN now and again as Scotty. John, it has actually been an absolute pleasure doing these 100 shows with you and spending 2013 with you. Here's to the next 100 and 2014. Cheers, Scotty. And for all of you out there, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you, Invasive Code, for sponsoring us from the very beginning. We love you guys. Thank you very much. You're great sponsors. You're great supporters. Everybody out there, happy holiday season, whatever holiday you celebrate or don't celebrate. And we will see you at the beginning of 2014. We'll be back fresh, full of life, and as interesting as ever. But until next time, you take care. Thank you.